You've now locked into Living Blessed, the podcast, where we're talking the highs, the lows, the darkest moments that we've all hidden from the world, and everything in between. This is the moment of truth. This is why we're living blessed. And now, your host, Jovan J. Palmer. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Living Blessed, the podcast. I'm your host, Jovan J. Palmer. And as always, we got amazing people on the podcast sharing transparent and vulnerable moments. I got my good guy. CP, hey. what's up, man? How you feeling, man? I'm great, man. Thank you for having me, nah, bro. I appreciate you coming out, man. It's amazing to see you. Oh, man, same here. I ain't seen you since. Ooh, I ain't been up to a homecoming or to Charlotte for real, for real, in a minute. Yeah, I hadn't. I popped out the homecoming for a little bit a few years ago. Okay, but, okay, okay. You know, I had baby girl with me when she was like little, so yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. in and out type thing. Got you, got you, got yeah, you, man. So how's life been? It's been good, man. Definitely super blessed, man. For sure, for Very sure. Very grateful, for sure. Got you, got you, man. So, um, we're going to jump into it, man. Tell the people about yourself, man. Where are you from? All the good jazz, man. We're going to jump into the pod. Okay. My name is Carl. I'm 31 years old. I'll be 32, July 27th. I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm born and raised. Pretty much lived here my whole life, minus my time at Winston-Salem State. And I lived in San Antonio, Texas for about a year or two uh, really? after graduation. I moved with Nick. Oh, yeah. That's and right. That's right. Together he- <laughs> <laughs> Wilder. <laughs> Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> Where nigga? He, uh... He's in Saudi Arabia, bro. Yeah, working. Dang, like government contract. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's dope, but it's like, you know, like Muslim country. So oh, it's like yeah, real yeah. Muslim law. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, can't look at women. That's not your wife oh. type stuff. They still cut oh, your fingers off and still in. struggling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know him, you know him, so you already know. Exactly. Struggling, I already know. <laughs> Word, man. So what was it like, man, growing up in Charlotte? I, I lived here for a few years um, back in 2000. Okay, how old were you then? I was 16. Okay. Yeah, so I went to um, Garinger for a little bit. And okay. Then to North Met. Okay, so, okay. So um, as a Charlotte native, man, what is it like growing up here? It was cool, man, because, you know, you had, like, the Charlotte Hornets and, mm-hmm. you know, the Panthers and things like that. Yeah. But um, that was the cool part, you know, like Discovery Place, you know. But, like, being a kid, it wasn't that much really going on besides, like, you know, sports and extracurricular activities mm-hmm. through your school and things like that. As far as, like, citywide things to do, you know, it wasn't a lot of, like, you know, like, youth programs. Yeah. You know, just for kids to get into, like, on really? weekends and things like that. Okay, okay. So it was kind of boring because, you know, you can't go out or anything like that. Right. So you just kind of, like, clicked up with your, you know, with your friends doing kids stuff, you know. Got you, got you. Going playing outside, movies, sense, stuff like that. Sense. So you're recently married. Yeah, man. I've, we are oh, eight we, days in. Eight days in. Yeah, man. How is it? I, it's pretty fire, man. It's pretty fire. Um, you know, we've been locked in before, so I mm-hmm. feel like nothing's really changed. Um, just We made it official, you know, so it's just kind of like. We just kind of settling in back to reality. <laughs> uh, we just got back from our honeymoon like Thursday. Oh, where, where'd you go? We were in Riviera Maya, Mexico. Was it's it? about an hour from Cancun. It okay. was fire. It was fire, bro. It was fire. I want to go back. <laughs> I never, I've never heard of Riviera before. Yeah, it's like an hour from Cancun because okay. like the airport is in Cancun and like Tulum and stuff. Uh-huh. It's like an hour. Tulum was 30 minutes. From- yes. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that. I was like, yeah. So, but it was worth it, man. Very gotcha. cool, dope experience. Okay, okay. So you got baby girl, the wife, <laughs> of course you. Yeah. Man, what's like some of the challenges that you've been like foreseeing lately in life? Ooh. 
good question. I would say uh, some of the biggest challenges personally is mm. kind of like the expectations that I put on myself. Okay, okay. It's not necessarily things that wifey says, you know, you need to be doing this and this and this, or it's more like, I don't know, like societal things. Got you know, you, got you. it's a natural feeling for me, but I feel yeah, like, you yeah. know, you got to protect your family at all costs. Exactly. And that's a, it's, being that it's new for you, it's like you got to kind of like reinvent yourself in a little bit. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I had to peel back a lot of layers and, and grow a lot through through uh, these experiences. Okay. But, um, you know, it's definitely been for the better for me personally. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, if you you got to take care of yourself before you can take care of anybody else mm-hmm. for real. Um, and I've been knowing that to be very true. <laughs> <laughs> Extremely. Oh, for <laughs> <laughs> so peeling back these layers, man, like what's some of the things you said, you said like, yo, I, this area of my life is something I got to change, but it's been like the hardest thing to change forever. <laughs> like as men, we all got these, want these things like our own, like. Vices, I'm like, yo, I love doing this. Or I like this, but yeah, you got somebody who comes in your life, and like, I don't like, I like you, but I don't like that about you. Right, right. It's definitely, I think, for me, just being sarcastic or making sarcastic remarks, or oh, that's a struggle, bro. <laughs> yeah, or being like in the heat of the moment, uh-huh. uh, you know, just trying not to say something like that's gonna hurt your feelings because we arguing mm-hmm. instead of just actually listening and you know being transparent. Got you. So um, I feel like uh, I've been working on that a lot lately. So okay. me and wife's communication is really good. Um, you know, it's nothing we can't talk talk about. Mm-hmm. It might take a day or two, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then you know, after that, she'll come and be like, "So I ain't like when you did it." Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And then you know, they're like, "I did that because, well, you know." So mm-hmm. we can kind of get into it then. But okay. That's definitely been a challenge gotcha. <laughs> for me personally. That sarcasm, that's like one of my hardest traits. Yeah, because it's like a trigger almost. It's, <laughs> like, a re- it's like a reaction. I yeah, shouldn't say yeah, trigger, a reaction. Sure. Yeah, it's yeah, like, it's just like that's all you know to do. Because like, one, if you've been sarcastic your whole life. Yeah. And then. It's like too natural. You yeah, like, it's like. It's kind of scary. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I just, for me, I just be saying stuff. And they're like, why'd you say that? I'm like. I, I, don't I, know. I don't know. I yeah, know. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then you have like you know whole wife. You know, just like the guy to woman dynamic and ratio is just totally different. Like they're trying to be serious, and we just joking and you know yeah. keep your eye. It's like, <sighs> yeah, for sure, bro. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> what's like outside of that? What's been another challenge you've been going through? I would say uh, another challenge was probably just, um, I guess, my expectations for my daughter. Mm. Uh, she's how old now? Uh, she's two. She'll be three, uh, July thirteenth. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, so I would say just kind of like not putting expectations on her mm-hmm. because you know I don't know just looking at a standard timeline you know of a child's development yeah. you know it can kind of like you know make you like a little <laughs> I don't know just like right. open it back like yeah like I get ABC, like growing a girl having a, a girl in today's day and age. Yeah, it makes you crazy paranoid, man. Yeah. I be feeling like, you know, I got to be like Walker, Texas Ranger. You know, I got to have the <laughs> hit work and the, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. you can find a million things a day that's going to make you super paranoid. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, you just got to raise her, bro. Be there. Keep her close, you know? Yeah, for and sure. Just kind of foster that relationship to where she gets older. She'll want to come to you and talk about, you mm-hmm. know, things like that. Yeah. So. so as like a new dad, um, are there any things... Like some things from your dad that you're learning about yourself 
as being a father, like you say, you're like, dang, my pops did tell me this as a kid. Boy, everything. And my daughter's doing this. <laughs> everything, everything, bro. Everything. He'll just be. It's like I can find something like every day he talks. Yeah. Like, dang, he wasn't lying. <laughs> From like how much to how like how fast they grow. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, I always say, uh, now I remember why going to church and then used to see that lady every week and she be like, You got so big. And yeah, I was like, I just like, seen you last night. <laughs> it's like that's kids really grow that fast, man. Gotcha. And it just kinda mm-hmm. make you take a step back and it was like just living the present for real. Yeah, for sure. Um, like I said, just be there and be present for mm-hmm. sure. Gotcha. So you had a major surgery some year, well, a couple years back. Yeah, it was about it was right before my daughter's first birthday, so it was like twenty twenty, like June twenty twenty. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about that a little bit, man. Like, what was that experience like? Like, just from the finding of it to yeah, the process and all that stuff. Like, you know, going through the whole thing. It was crazy. It, was, it happened so fast, I was kind of, like, in shock for a while. Really? Um, well, number one, this has been, this was my first encounter with a doctor for, like, three years. So, brothers, sisters, go to the doctor. Please. Please. Daily. <laughs> <laughs> Not daily, but annual checkup. Sure. <laughs> At least, you know. Um, so, basically, um, I got, like, a tumor on, like, my right testicle or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, like I don't check myself every day. I don't yeah, like yeah, examine yeah. myself every day. So like, I just know like some slight discomfort or uh-huh. whatever. Um, you know, so then like I kind of saw. I was like, uh, you know, it was like it's kind of like it's get it's larger than my other one, uh-huh. but it wasn't like like super like, super yeah, obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, I was like, all right, I'm tripping. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like maybe like a couple days go by, and I was like, all right, you know, it got bigger. Mm. Um, and so, like, I'm kind of, like, freaking out internally, but it's, like, I was scared to, like, tell wifey because I'm going to have to deal with this. And I kind of already, I did some research, uh-huh. you know, so I wasn't all the way sure what it was, yeah. um, but I was probably, I'll say about, like, 65% sure what it was, and I ended up being right. Um, but um, when I showed her, like, I finally showed her or whatever, yeah. and, like, her jaw just dropped, and she was, like, about to cry, and I was like, I'm going to the doctor in the morning. Like, <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. I'm, I'm going to the morning. Two like, got it for me. First thing. But that's how bad it looked. That's how big it had gotten. Dang. So it was like, so I went to see a urologist mm-hmm. um, on Thursday. Yeah, I went to see a urologist Thursday morning. And uh, <laughs> I know dudes are super awkward about, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, and he knew I was too. So, you know, he's an old white dude. And he ended up uh, doing my surgery too. Great, okay. great guy, great doctor. Dr. Jeremy Slade Hubbard, if you need a urologist in the Charlotte area. Um, he's in Huntersville, actually. Um, but I saw him Thursday. Um, he was like, all right, drop your drawers. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm Man, just like I'm looking right, like right, straight right. over the yeah, ceiling. Yeah. Like, I'm not making eye contact. I'm not making eye contact. Like, no matter what, I'm not doing it. <laughs> So, um, but he was like, I did it, and then he was uh-huh. like, oh, yeah. He was like, I'm pretty sure this is a tumor. Dang. And he said. So when you hear that, when you hear, like, yo, this is a tumor, what's the first thing going through your mind? Because like you, you said you were, like, 60, you were like 65%, but now it's like yeah, it's 65, it's like 85, 95. Yeah. Uh, I was scared, bro. I was scared because I didn't know what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I just never had surgery before, nothing like that. Um, I knew I couldn't keep going, like, you know, like yeah. that, so. 
uh, of course, surgery was like, you know, not optional. Right, um, right, right. But it was, I guess, so urgent that when I saw him that Thursday, he scheduled my surgery for the following Monday. Dang. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was like asexual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It like, it's, dang. So, like, how long do you think that tumor might have been there before you, you even noticed it? That's the, that's the scary part, bro. I have no idea, bro. Really? And it's like the benefit of having a good woman in your life, fellas. Because um, I didn't notice, you know, kind of like things in my everyday life where, because um, my um, sister-in-law lives with us also. Shout out to Cam. Um, she um, was noticing things. She was like, Carl coming home right after work and sleeping a lot and not eating. And I was just like, yeah, I'm tired, you know, boom, 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 you know. But, um I don't know. She just knew something was like off. Yeah. She was like, he don't never sleep that much and he always eats. So <laughs> 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 Something's not right. Yeah. So she was like, you know, maybe, you know, so she mentioned something to me a few uh, times. I was like, I- I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Until, you know, I don't, I'm pretty sure that played a part of it because yeah, I guess it was like sucking the life out of me, you know? Mm-hmm. So that shit was crazy, bro. So saw him Thursday, surgery Monday. <laughs> so. You having like this experience on so Thursday to Monday, what's going through your mind? Like, are you sleeping? Are you know you having these racing thoughts? Like, what? Because I know if the doctor tell me, I'm like, yeah, you got, yeah, yeah. And it was, um, yeah, I was super anxious, man. I was super anxious, um, just because like I never had surgery before, and I'm still mm-hmm. having to have all these tests like all on Friday. So you know, oh, so it was just like a Thursday, sure. Friday thing, and then weekend comes, and then Monday you gotta have the surgery. Yeah, yeah, because it was like you know that. Like, Friday, they were just taking blood. I had to get a COVID test, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a few other things, like urine samples, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then in that time, I'm also kind of, like, informing my family also. Um, and, you know, yeah, just kind of, you know, getting ready for surgery. But it's just, like, you know, the Mr. Krabs meme where he, like, spit <laughs> it. <laughs> That's just how it was, bro. It was like a whirlwind, bro. And it was like, yeah. it happened so fast. It's like I was in, like, shock low-key. It was crazy. Hey, so prior to that, was it a point where you were like, I don't want to deal with this? I know for me, it's just, yeah, I would have been just kind of like very, it probably took me to a lowest place. Yeah, for sure. For sure, bro. For sure. Um, not to be, or like, sound selfish or dark or nah, anything it's but it's probably i mean i did that definitely went through my mind mm-hmm. um you know i was like probably if it wasn't for my daughter and um mm. you know my girl it's like i might have ignored it some more really maybe you know yeah. probably uh i don't know it's just weird when you kind of dealing with something that's unknown mm-hmm. but it like affects your mortality also um you know I don't know. It's just a first, you know. Yeah, it's like the first time you, you don't really know how to know deal what with the old experience is gonna be so like. So it's just kind of like a little like roller coaster. But got you. You know, it's like a. I got a daughter. I got to be here for you know. So it's like, I got a family. I got to be here for. Mm-hmm. So now, are you still like? Can you still have kids after this or? So um, yes and no. Well, it's like they don't know for sure. Got you. So after all this, I was able to. Um, 
get like sperm banking or whatever. So okay, when I'm okay, ready, okay. you know, they can take them off ice and do what we got to do. So, okay, cool, cool, cool. You know, but you know, there is a chance I could have them still naturally. They mm -hmm. don't know for sure. So. so it's just like, it just, if it happens, it happens. But if not, like, you know, if you want to have another child, just go to the sperm bank, do the whole process and. Yeah. Okay, well, that's good. good. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But that was more so, um, well, I didn't know how you how you wanted the structure this to go. Right. That was more so like my second instance. Okay. Uh, we're having cancer. So the tumor was the first time. So I had the surgery. Everything was good. Mm -hmm. um, your recovery was crazy. <laughs> what was the recovery like? Ooh, you probably can't walk. I couldn't walk because you just made like a pretty big incision. Um, pretty much like, like in my, it's like right beside, you know, your crotch, but it's down. So he basically said he just like opened it up and like pulled it out. But he said the tumor was so big, he had to keep making the incision bigger. Dang. So I think he said when he think he said he, they measured it and it was like eight centimeters. I don't know what eight centimeters look like. Let me so say. it's not like <laughs> huge, but it's huge for that to be one of your balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the tumor, so help me understand it. So like this is just one of your balls, right? Yeah. Is it like it will probably be compared and expands it or? Yeah. Or it grows around it. It grew like around it. So it's like this is your, your bunny on balls. But it kind of like, yeah, like, kind of like, like over, you know, like, yeah. So this is the, like here. Like it like, engulfed it. Yeah. Did they say what caused it? That's another scary part. They don't really know what causes it. They just kind of say the biggest markers are like uh, family sometimes, you know, like your hereditary disposition. But mm -hmm. how somebody explained it to me was kind of like everybody has the cells or something, mm -hmm. but it's certain triggers that, you know, trigger it to occur in some people versus others. I don't know how true that is, yeah. but basically anytime I ask questions to my oncologist or anything, they really don't have a definite answer of how anybody gets cancer. So. That's the sucky part about it. <laughs> yeah, it's the crazy part, man. So, um, yeah. Sorry, what'd you ask? The recovery part. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> recovery, recovery. No, that was good, though. Like, I, it's, it's good information because, you know, for the men who listening to this, or just for women who listening to this, you know, it's like a thing of oh, like check yourself because you think we just we just get in the shower, we wash ourselves, we go yeah. about our day, you know, we work, we go home, we do what we do, throughout whatever we do, and it's just we just don't think like yo, this is something I need to be checking because like women they check their breasts, they have the breast exams, but it's like mm -hmm. you don't hear conversations like yo guys, we should not check. Yeah, as soon as you say, you'd be like, gay, yeah, right, gay, yeah. oh, right, you know, right. pause, oh. yeah, yeah, all that crazy <laughs> stuff, but it's like that's serious, like you could have lost your life. Seriously. Yeah. The fact that my surgery was like three days. Three days. <laughs> well, like four days away from, you know, when yeah. it was discovered. Oh, yeah. well, it says yeah. a lot. So, yeah, it says a whole lot. Because typically, like, okay, you know, we'll schedule like a month out. But they're like, yo, we got to get you an ASAP. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. But um, back to the recovery. The recovery was pretty trash because, like you said, I couldn't walk. Mm -hmm. um, so, basically, I got up the stairs and I pretty much stayed there for a few days. <laughs> Uh, they gave me like perks for pain meds uh -huh. um, and stool softness, so that's why you shouldn't <laughs> take perks for fun, which is crazy that people oh. do that. Anyway. That's wild, yeah. But that was wild because it's like it'll you know like lock it, yeah. So that was crazy because like I couldn't really you know move around too much, so yeah. I was just like drinking water in the bed all day. So you just pretty much in the bed twenty four seven, yeah. I was kind of moving around a little bit, mm -hmm. um, but definitely probably for like the first 
four or five days I wasn't really mobile. Like mm-hmm. I couldn't even put my underwear on by myself. You guys like, like I got a bend on Facebook, over. yeah, yeah. Of, yeah. So it's like, you know, it's like small things you take yeah, for granted yeah, that you yeah. don't think, you know, even after having the surgery, I was like, oh, I can bend. Nah, it was like, <laughs> none of that. None of that. Um, but I definitely appreciate the outpouring of love at that time. Mm-hmm. A lot of people showed me love, um, kind words, you know. Um, shout out to the good brothers of the Delta Chi chapter of Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated. Uh, right, definitely absolutely. looked out, um, you know, helped me and my family. Um, so now I'm tremendously grateful for that. Um, you know, and just other people, you know, mm-hmm. like everybody, you know, yeah. my parents, friends, bringing food by, you know, people just, you know, hitting me up, calling me, you know, it was, it was cool, man. It, okay. it made me feel good. So now that you're like over this hump of your life, what's the follow up for it now? So like, do you have to, is it more checkups? You know, how, like, how serious are you taking health now? I'm taking it super serious now. And because... So after all of this, the surgery, mm-hmm. you know, everything, I have my checkup after that, you know, like surgery's good, yeah. still showing. So like every checkup I had after this consisted of like a, uh, a CT scan. Okay. But I had to drink like some solution. It's like an iodine oh, concentrate. Oh, so see exactly where it goes. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so it's that and then like blood work. Mm-hmm. And then, so that's one day. And then the next day I just go over the results with my oncologist. Okay. Um, so I have the first checkup after, you know, it was good. Um, and then <laughs> being me, you know, like <laughs> being me, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm good, bro. Yeah, that was yeah, so yeah. rare. Like I'm 30, like, you know, yeah. like I had yeah. cancer, like I'd never get it again, yeah. bro. So like I stopped going to my appointments. Really? I went, I stopped going to like my next two appointments, I think. And they were like three months apart. Okay. Um, what so, made you want to stop going to them? My mind, bro. Just being like <laughs> cocky for real, mm-hmm. I was like, "It's no way I can get that again, bro. It's no way, bro. Like I'm good, bro. I ain't doing all that shit, bro. Uh-huh. I'm not doing. I don't feel like doing all that, bro. Yeah. Like I'm tired, I'm tired of poker me. I'm tired of doing all that bullshit. <laughs> like I'm good, thought, bro. Yeah. Like I know I'm good. Mm-hmm. So it was like probably uh, like eight months go by, and like I went back. I was like, all right, you know, like let me just go back. Like I was feeling up fine. Yeah, you know, it wasn't anything that triggered me. Like, hey, just go back. I just kept putting off my appointments, and then um, the next one came up probably like eight months later after me putting it off, and then uh, I went, and then um, same test, you know, mm-hmm. the CT scan and the blood work, and then like they called me after the blood work, and I was like, I was just there like 20 minutes ago, and she was like, are you okay? And I was like, <laughs> you know, sweet nurse lady that yeah. work at the front desk. I was like, yeah, I'm fine. She was like, you feeling okay? I was like, yeah, I'm feeling okay. Oh, so your heart, the, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because I was like, they don't, they don't, they've never done this. And I could yeah. just tell, like, you know. So they said, um, the physician's assistant is going to call you in a little bit. Um, so they called me and we set up like a video conference or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically he showed me where... I had an enlarged lymph node in like the back part of my abdomen, right? So he said, based on my history um, and my previous occurrence with cancer, um, and I didn't notice like it's very like deep and intricate, I guess, before mm-hmm. they tell you that you got cancer, you know? Yeah. So he said it was reviewed by a cancer board where it's like a room, uh, I guess, full of like. I think he said it's like eight people. Mm-hmm. It's like oncologists, like radiation specialists, uh, chemotherapy specialists, 
um, you know, people kind of just like all uh, of that realm. And they just kind of review everything just to kind of, number one, you know, confirm it is what it is and uh, go about the best form of treatment. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess based on that and the uh, enlarged lymph node in my rear abdomen, they determined that it was like cancer again. Like it came back. Eight months later. Eight months later. Really? Yeah. And it wasn't huge at all. And I felt fine. Like mm -hmm. they showed me on the uh, x-ray and it wasn't, I mean, a CT scan. It wasn't big. They said it was like. I don't know, like 0.2 centimeters, okay. like, but it was 0.2 centimeters bigger than it was, you know, the last time. And that's not, you know, something that's going to grow. You well, know they what saw I mean? it before. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So it's part of the um, the scan, I guess, the area uh -huh. they scan. Oh, so it's just kind of like a full body scan in a sense, just kind of just make sure it didn't travel or spread anywhere else. Right, yeah, because okay. they did, yeah. Because of where I had cancer the first time, they always scan kind of like my pelvis, like abdomen, and then they okay. do like chest just to make sure. So, um yeah, so they determined that it was cancer again. So um, through those that, sorry to cut you off. No, no, so no. From I know I can be rambling. Right nah, now. you good. Nah, it's, <laughs> this is really good because I just it's very informative. One for just kind of stay on top of your health, of course, but just to the fact of you think you good think you, you had the surgery, they pulled the first tumor out. And you go on about life, like, oh, thank God, you know, I made right. it. Ooh, dodging <laughs> yeah. bullets. You know, I dodged <laughs> yeah, I'm still here. And then you think, okay, cool. Everything's good. They took the stuff I did what I need to do for, on my part. And then something, you get this inkling and say, yo, go to the, back to the doctor. And through those eight months, are you feeling any way that you felt when you first had the cancer? I wasn't, bro. It was nothing noticeable. Like, I barely noticed, you know, the first time me being sleepy. Right, right. Not, not eating. <laughs> right, exactly. Work, pandemic working, you know. Right, exactly. Um, but definitely second time, no, no. Um, it was, I never physically felt like I had cancer. So, words, everybody, cancer can just sneak up on you. It can definitely sneak up on you. And it's not going to be something like you just wake up and feel, mm -hmm. you know. So, that's why the importance of checkups and things are like that are so important. Yeah. yeah. So they determined that, you know, you, the lymph node in your abdomen is cancerous. Yeah. And what's next? So they uh, pretty much, oh, so, okay. Um, so after my surgery, they laid out like three forms of care or treatment after this. The first one, um, because the odds, and that was another reason I stopped going. They told me, you know. Numbers wise, mm -hmm. it was very rare that I would get it again. Ah, but um, yeah. the three forms of treatment were monitoring, just like the test I told you about the scan and the blood work, like mm -hmm. every three months. Um, I could have done like radiation treatment um, or chemo just to make sure like I would never, ever get cancer again. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, you know, I feel like that was rare. Was like, I don't want to do chemo yeah, and, yeah. you know, like unnecessarily. That takes a lot of, my grandmother had to do cancer. I mean, I had to do uh, chemo because she had stomach cancer. Mm, and it yeah. took a lot out of her. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. So um, I was like, I did not want to do that, you know, mm -hmm. unnecessarily. And, um, you know, the monitoring is what I chose. So the second time, monitoring is out the window because, you know, this is the second time. So mm -hmm. we got to treat uh, the enlarged lymph node, you know, in the, your rear abdomen. So it was either radiation or chemo. No surgery. Where is it? No surgery, no. Because they, they said it would have been too, you know, because it was like in the rear of my abdomen, they would have had to like, like. really like dig in there. Yeah. Um, and they said it wasn't large enough to kind of okay. like warrant like an emergency surgery. Mm -hmm. um, so they kind of had laid out like what a radiation plan would look like and what a chemotherapy plan would look like. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so I chose to go with radiation okay. um, because it wasn't like anything I felt physically. Like mm-hmm. the appointments would be so quick, bro. It was weird. Really? Um, yeah. So explain how radiation works because I, I don't think I've, I don't really know how it works. So basically, um, it's just like a huge like laser that targets um, like where the cancer is. Okay. And uh, I guess it just <laughs> fires like some kind of like... Uh, I don't know radiation. <laughs> like, okay, it. Okay. I don't. Know. So they just find like the space, and they just pretty much aim and just shoot at it. And yeah, they like drew on my body and everything. Okay. So like they can make sure they, you know, they and, were applying it to the correct place every gotcha. time. Okay. Okay. Um, and so this is where um the sperm banking and stuff comes in too. So before mm-hmm. I started radiation, they um told me to go to the sperm bank because because oh, of the radiation, the radiation, my chances of having kids would be like greatly diminished. Wow. Because of uh, my one good testicle I still had, uh-huh. um, and then the mix, you know, with the radiation lowers your sperm cell count, you know, like. Oh. Yeah. So, <laughs> it was funny because um, because they had to, I guess, aim the radiation in my abdomen, yeah. you know, and they had to have, like, a big area. I pretty much had to have, like, my crotch out, like, every time. Yeah, exposed. Yeah. <laughs> But they basically put like my one good nut in like this like metal ball, huh? To protect it from the radiation. Oh, okay. So okay. it can kind of you know like at least try to. So that had to be kind of uncomfortable though. Yeah, and it was like heavy and but the team was great. You know, very uh-huh. nice. You know, I was like, of course, awkward as hell the first day. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like everything, <laughs> I gotta be naked again. I gotta <laughs> drop my drawers again. <laughs> <laughs> again um but you know after that first probably the first few times i had to do like 15 treatments okay um so that was like Like three weeks or yeah it was monday through friday monday through friday Mm -hmm. so you had the doctor every day every day for three weeks monday through friday yeah how you feeling um you know the only side effects i really felt was like nausea and diarrhea okay um which is kind of trash because sometimes like my stomach just be like on a thousand but other than that, you know, that was, I didn't really feel anything else. The appointments were super quick, man, like five minutes to it. Like after probably like the first three, it was just like clockwork. Well, I'm actually on the table getting mm-hmm. treatment for five minutes. You know, it's everything else, like checking in, checking out, getting dressed, you know. That's taking more time than the actual right. appointments. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, I had to get 15 treatments. Um and shit, I've been cancer free since then. <laughs> so that was like June of last year. Okay, okay. So I think like June 9th this year, I'll be cancer free for a year. Oh, yeah. You got to celebrate that one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for that sure, one. man. So during the uh, radiation treatment, are you able to work or? Yeah, I was okay. working. Um, You know, my job was cool, flexible. So they definitely let me work from home then. Okay. And then, um, so I think. And then uh, working with the doctor, too, they were kind of able to schedule my appointments as late as possible. Um, so I was working and then just clocking out early, probably like like 3.30 every day when oh, I normally okay. get off at 5. Oh, yeah, so you ain't got to deal with nausea and stuff throughout the whole day. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like appointment. Exactly. Exactly. Gotcha. exactly. Okay. Um, yeah, so I was working. Um, but they gave me, like, nausea medication and stuff. So mm-hmm. it, wasn't, it wasn't terrible. I would probably say probably, like, the last five treatments was kind of rough just because um, – the first 10 were like concentrated uh, mm-hmm. like on the area and then the last five were more like concentrated towards the track because mm-hmm. you know lymph nodes are like the highway of your body so that's how tr- cancer uh, cancer can travel to different areas 
through your lymph nodes. Really? So that's why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah, man. So through your lymph nodes is kind of where it starts, and it just kind of just goes where it, it wants go. to go. So yeah, I won't go to your big toe. I won't go to your kneecap. Yeah, it can just for go real. wherever. Mm-hmm. So that's insane. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So the last five treatments were kind of like for like a a larger tract of my lymph nodes. So uh-huh. it was kind of like like my whole like stomach lining and you know like down there. So yeah. But um, yeah. See, recovery for that was a little different because mm-hmm. that was more so mostly just fatigue yeah. um, and then just, like, kind of appetite. Um, but I probably felt like myself again. I don't know. It took a while, probably, like, a couple months, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but, yeah, man. Okay. So if you can go back in time. Yeah. To <laughs> probably, like, a few weeks or a month before you actually discovered the first uh, tumor. What could you? What would you possibly try to do different um, with your health, or just kind of with your lifestyle, whatever it may be? My lifestyle, I would probably change my diet. Okay. Well, I'll need like a little more time before that, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, definitely change my diet and go to the doctor regularly mm-hmm. if I could. You know what I should have been doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but um, you know, you young and yeah. you know you feel you still kind of in shape. Mm-hmm. You know and you can turn up a lot and still yeah, be good the next day at right, work. Right, you know, right. it gotta give you like this false <laughs> sense of good. invincibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, those are the biggest things that I would do, okay. so, so <laughs> and like, the biggest things that I do now. <laughs> <laughs> so, how often you at the doctor now? Um, so now my checkups are like every six months. So okay. my next one, I can't. It's in July. I can't remember what time. I think it's uh-huh. close to my birthday, though. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. July is the next checkup. Before then, what was the last one? So it was, was like what, January. January. Okay. Yeah. So they're just going. So now your checks look. What do your checkups look like now? Uh, same procedure, um, scan and blood work, mm-hmm. um, and then the next day go over the results with my oncologist. Okay. Um, so is this like a lifetime commitment for you, or is it just maybe over like they go from six months to a year, a year to like every two years or something? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so between so I was done with radiation June 9th of 21 um so I think I had an appointment with my oncologist for a test mm-hmm. um or a checkup uh probably like the next week okay um so we were doing 3 months then um and then like January he said because you know everything's been looking fine um he was gonna move it to six months, okay. and then he said probably the next one. You know, if everything looks good, um, you know, he'll probably, you know, just give me like a clean bill of health to where I won't have to have to be monitored anymore. Really? Yeah, man. So, so do you think you would still want to just kind of be monitored maybe every year just to kind of be on the safe side, or just kind of you say, no, I get a clean bill of health. Hey, I'm, I'm gonna just live life. I feel like because <laughs> of my past experience with ignoring uh-huh. the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Schedule for the next year, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, I think I would probably at least want to do it at least once a year. Okay, um, but I also feel like I have been taking some the right steps towards you know taking my health seriously, and um, you know I've been feeling good, man. So good, good. I haven't been scared, you know, that I'm gonna be having cancer again, mm-hmm. you know, or like paranoid yeah. or anything like that. Yeah, like mm-hmm. live for, man. Yeah, Your daughter's too newly newly wed. Yeah, man. So still young. How do you know? Thirty. 
I'll be 32 in July. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You just got a lot to live for. Yeah, man. So, so, um, so what's your big thing that you want to do now? I mean, now that it's like you're, you're cancer-free, you're clear. Like, what's the big thing? Like, are you living life different where it's like, yeah, I got to take things a little bit more serious or, you know, I'm going to live life like there's no tomorrow type like lifestyle? Like, what, what's, what's going on in your head now? Uh, well, I've been taking my health a lot more serious. Um, shout out to Norris Day, Day Day WSSU. Um, he's also a fellow uh, cancer survivor. Yeah. Um, and I saw that he had chemo. So I kind of just hit him up, bro. And I just asked, you know, I saw him working out and, you know, like eating clean and stuff. So I just asked, like, how he got started and what he does. And he pretty much laid out, like, the blueprint of, okay. like, everything. And I've, I've been doing that, bro. So he was just like, try to drink a gallon of alkaline or spring water every day. Uh, stay vegetarian, mostly if you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, if not, you know, like, you know, fish or whatever. Um, he was like, dude, get your cardio in, you know? And he was like, um, drink Top Chef tequila if you go drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that bottle, great, that bottle chef ain't it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I don't know. He explained it. He was like, he's like, um, and I looked it up, bro. It's actually like. Really? Yeah, most doctors recommend that. Like, if you're going to drink, drink tequila, I guess. I don't know why I figured Something in it that's in it. I don't know if it's the agave or I don't know. I don't know. Something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't really know how to explain it, but they said it's the best for you technically. So no whiskeys, no vodka. Yeah, the brown take you down. (laughs) 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 That's all I can drink is brown. Yeah, nah, I feel you, bro. Yeah. No, everybody's different. I'm not, you know. Yeah, you know. College me. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I would not touch the key in college, bro. It did me so dirty, yeah, bro. What? It did me so dirty. But um, but yeah, man, just basically changing my diet and lifestyle mm-hmm. changes and trying to uh, get back in the gym workout and stuff. Okay. Um, and that's I feel like that's what's been pretty much you know keeping me keeping me healthy. Okay. So what's like your next big thing that you want you got for yourself? I know just going through this is just you got to do something big for yourself. <laughs> got you. Um, I don't even know. Honestly, bro, I hadn't even been thinking about it. Uh, just, you know, we just having a lot going on with, yeah. you know, the wedding, the honeymoon was fire. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I might have a F cancer party. I had one like last year, um, like for my birthday, uh-huh. but it was like after like my, a couple weeks after my surgery, I still kind of like limping a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Go really enjoy it like yeah, yeah, everybody pulled up though and showed a lot of love, so right. it, it was really dope. So okay. I don't know, I might do something like that again. Okay, so, you know, I just like, you know, being around some love tonight, B. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man, CP, man, that's I didn't know it was two times though. So you're a two-time yeah, cancer survivor. Two time, bro, in less than a year. Wow. Yeah, it's kind of extreme. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> for the fact real. That you just don't know, and it just pops back up like that. Yeah, it pops back like, up. It's like crazy. you hit you once, you good, and then again, it's like, yo, you got another thing. Yep, and I feel like, you know, the moment I was like, oh, I'm good, you know, I'll never mm-hmm. get it again. It was like, you Did know. you experience like, any depression or anything like that? Um, I don't, hmm, I guess, yeah, I guess you could say, because I just had moments of thinking, you know, like, I might not be here yeah. tomorrow, and it's something I can't control to an extent, you mm-hmm. know, and it's like something I ain't even know. Yeah, 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 You know, and it's like now, you know, 
people are going to be like forced to raise my daughter, you know, because mm. I ain't here. You know, it's just kind of like, that just kind of mess with my head. I think that's um, a lot of cancer survivors kind of don't talk about that aspect mm. either. Um, I know it's different levels of severity. Yeah, um, for sure. Um, but yeah, bro, it just kind of mess with your head. Like, you know, like I, I could have died <laughs> yeah, yeah. more than once. So, you know, just kind of makes you, for me, it just made mm -hmm. me want to get right with my health, like even more yeah. so. That it's like, do they recommend that you see like a counselor or a therapist, anything like that, um, just kind of like throughout the process or even just after? Um, I wouldn't, they don't recommend, like necessarily like recommend it or mm -hmm. say it, but they let you know that they have the resources available okay. if that's something you want to look into, but they don't try to like steer you. Gotcha. I guess I should say. Was that something you took advantage of, or are you just kind of like, I'm, I'm, I'm good? Um, Not yet, but I'm going to. Okay. I need to. Yeah, yeah. It's gotcha. just, you know, just saying it. You just makes, every time I say it, it makes me realize how real it is. But, mm. you know, when I look back at it, it just seems like it was just like such a whirlwind. Like, it happened so fast. It, like, I mean, it did. It's been <laughs> eight months. Yeah. Think about it. Like, right now, we're in May. Next week will be June. Yeah. I think like dang, like it felt like the year just started maybe like a couple weeks ago. Right. Like, you look at it now, we're in June. And right. For it's you, like eight through. months. Yeah. For you, it's like the eight months. Like yo, I just had surgery eight months ago, and then like yeah, boom, right. Here we go. Again. Right back. Yeah. For yeah. Real. So it's like just time is just moving <clears throat> with or without us. Right. And we just don't know. It's just the fact that you know, one, you got to take your health a lot more serious. You got probably got to be like, your precautions a little bit different, and just how you like move or like, are you able to be like around microwaves? Like, like just like. You just got to be more aware, I guess. Yeah. So I, um, of course, like been <laughs> diving into like super conspiracy theory stuff. But <laughs> a lot of things kind of just make sense. Um, uh -huh. Definitely, um, you know, the alkaline water for mm -hmm. me or spring water. Um, I could just tell the difference in my body that it makes. Mm. You know, it's like I'm like my body's pretty much like mucus free. Uh, wow. when, when I'm on that, you know, the yeah. vegetarian diet and the al gallon of alkaline water a day. Mm. Um, but, like, you know, you like your body needs something. You, you know, it's yeah. not like, you know, I'm like SpongeBob at Sandy House on the inside <laughs> or something. Like. <laughs> <laughs> not like that. But yeah, um, yeah. that and then uh, even talking about, like, microwaves and, like, you know, mm -hmm. the radiation they emit and um, – a lot of things, man, you know, I think it's just like food based for real, mm -hmm. honestly, bro. Um, you know, like genetically modified stuff and mm -hmm. pesticides getting sprayed on stuff. It all, you know, people try to make, if they try to make you sound crazy for talking about this, yeah. you know, they're weird. <laughs> because it's like, <laughs> it's all those things could yeah, cause yeah. cancer, especially if they're coupled together with mm -hmm. other th other factors as well, you know. So, um, I just say, I feel a lot better, you know, since I've been a, on the vegetarian yeah. and water kick. Um, I still eat chicken every now and then, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, I can't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, hey, I can't, I can't, you know. I um, that's going, you know, that's going to be that's one the thing. Hardest thing to yeah, get. Yeah, I got to yeah, I need my wings, yeah, you know. Yeah, for sure. I feel it. I mean, I was vegan for like 6 months and I was like, damn, man, I go for a good wing right now. You just went vegan like cold turkey? Cold turkey for 6 months uh once upon a time. It wasn't that hard. It was only it was only easy because I was working in a group home at the time. Okay. So it was like I can cook my meals and like the kids are in school, so I work the day shift, so the kids oh. are in school. So it was just like I'm at a house all day. So it's like right. kitchen's right there. You don't gotta eat what other people eat. Right. Yeah. So it's like, you know, when you had a job, you don't have a kitchen, you gotta go either to yeah, or whatever's like closest. that, wherever's closest because you probably didn't pack your lunch. So it's just right. that made it easy for me. Yeah. But once that transition came out, I was like, 
I'm kind of back to normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel you on that. It's like the vegetarian diet is not it's not easy at all. No, no, it's and it definitely it was hard for me to transition because you know I'm from the south, so oh, yeah. you know I grew up eating. You know I love you know liver mush with grits. You know eggs and cheese. What is liver mush? <laughs> it is a pork breakfast delicacy. <laughs> I've never in my life heard of liver mush. Okay, and you heard of Scrapple? Yeah. Okay, it's like the same thing, know, no, just Scrapple a slightly different consistency. I don't really know what it is, though. Are you I've ever been in a grocery it. store and, like, seen, like, the Nisi's Country Sausage, but it's like a square, like a brick? Probably. And it's, like, gray? Maybe. It's basically just, like, pork roulette and, <laughs> like, in, like, in a block. And you just take a slice and like fry it a little bit on the stove top. Oh, like and then like throw it over some grits. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Huh. But yeah, it's like, you know, like a little more season is like a little spicy, but not. You okay. Know. So you know all of that stuff. You know, it's pretty yeah. much. So he's like, he's pretty. It's like a balance for you now. Yeah, you're for pretty sure. Just finding balance. You know, making sure that you just get the gallon in and just like you know you have some a lot of vegetables in your day, whatnot. And just kind of just maintaining it getting checked up right gotcha. right exactly exactly so that's been that's been doing it <laughs> well, man i'm glad you're still on this side of eternity my brother hey me too for sure for <laughs> sure cancer survivor man that's yes, that's something sir. for man uh appreciate you coming through man to share the story for sure man. oh thank you for having me uh, bro no doubt, bro I, I was talking to uh, george like yo like, we was like, I was like oh, I oh yeah to, i just I, saw her out in vegas bro Shout out, shout out to Joy Holiday, man. She saved my life one day, man. Word. Yeah, I was Sprite. so cooked. Like, I had the wildest hangover, like. Why, for your bachelor's? No, no, or no. Like, um, yeah, in undergrad. And you remember, we took a trip to a football game. It was, like, CLMC and Cab. Uh-huh. And, like, we rode the bus. And I was just so cooked on the bus, bro. Like, and I was just dead, bro. She brought me, like, a water and Gatorade. And that's just, like. right. Yeah. <laughs> And that just brought me back to life, man. Oh, so, college nights, boy. Yeah, it was cool seeing her out there reconnect oh, with her. Sure. Yeah, 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 definitely. I was talking to her. I was like, yeah, I need at least one more. Like, um, my next one, I got Celine coming through. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, like, I need one more. She's like, you should call Carl. I said, yo. To- I, mean, I just got, from, from reason my mind, just kind of think, yo, who lives in Charlotte? Yeah. I haven't been to Charlotte in a minute. And you yeah. Know, you just kind of in your own bubble, your own space. Right. You just don't know where everybody's at now. And I was like, yo, who's in Charlotte? She's like, we just talking. And she's like, yo, you should hit up CP. I was like, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you did, bro. I was like, oh, snap, my yeah, boy, you're on the yeah. podcast. Like, I, I ain't seen you in a minute, man. It's good to catch up or anything like that. Yeah, for sure, bro. Yeah. Definitely. So I'm going to do a quick commercial, man. I want you to just close out, man, some words of positivity, and uh, we're going to wrap it up. All right, all right. All right, so this episode is sponsored by the Emboldened Institute. It's the only space that's sending out daily words of hope and affirmation. If you were looking for a daily, me- daily message, some hope, affirmation, send me a text at 404 476 Six seven eight zero. That's four zero four four seven six six seven eight zero. Text me the word affirmation or affirmations if you gotta add the S to everything, or text me the word hope if you wanna get the uh, daily message of just hope and just inspiration, or if you wanna get both, just text me both words simultaneously. Affirmation or hope. I mean, shit, crap. Uh, heal. My bad, y'all. Text me the word heal, and we will get you on the list. CP man, close out, bro. In the words of the great J Cole, <laughs> try before you die. I always wonder what if. Yes, sir. (laughs) That's another episode, y'all. We're out. Peace.